Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Kosanam Juli, entertainment and lifestyle commentator. We say good morning and welcome to you. Kosan, are you there? All right, so we are going to get into the discussion then in terms of what's happened in the world of entertainment with our entertainment and lifestyle commentator. Our lines are just not cooperating with us, but we are going to try, try until we win and try again until we absolutely get to our conversation. We need to know what's happened in this world of entertainment. Uh, George, uh, who's this? Somebody who's in George in the Western Cape, just on uh, WhatsApp saying, good morning, Asanda. Enjoying your music. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much there, Anonymous and George, for tuning in and enjoying the music. I think we've got Gosana now. Third time lucky in Gosana. How are you this morning? Somebody do me and they super califragilistic We had to try three times to get you. And I, you know, three times is the job. Absolutely. Here we are. Our lucky number for the day. Yeah, so thank you very much for joining us. How's the week been for you? Oh, the week has been long, exhausting, but hey, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and we love your intros and outros, of course. We live for them on Fridays. So let's go straight to it. Comedian Trevor Noah, his star is continuing to rise. I mean, obviously he was meant hey. to do what he's doing. He's oh. one person who's absolutely aligned with his purpose. So the Daily Show, which he uh, is presenting, has seven Emmy nominations, Gosana. Mm. This is the mm. most since mm. uh, he took mm. over the show. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, you know, seven is like a perfect number, especially if you take it from a biblical context. You know, God created the world in seven days and rested on the seventh day. But I mean, seven nominations is insane, mm-hmm. insane, insane, insane. I feel like July is just black, you know, black child magic. I mean, black excellence. Last week we were talking about Brianna being the youngest self-made yeah. billionaire today. Trevor Noah bagging seven Emmy nominations for The Daily Show. It's it's quite incredible. And I think for those who aren't aware, The Daily Show is actually a satirical um, show which touches base on um, American politics and current affairs. So for me, really, he's doing an excellent job. I mean, he is a comedian, you know, his co-foundation. So for me, he's doing an incredible job. I mean, he even took to social media to say, hey, guys, to make the announcement, you know, to say, hey, we've back seven nominations. And it's quite amazing. I mean, the show has been nominated for Outstanding Variety Series, Outstanding Writing, Outstanding Picture Editing, Outstanding Technical Direction, so really, he took over after John Stewart, who was the previous uh, host of the show, and he's been doing a phenomenal job. You know, he was mm-hmm. even like told that, hey, dude, you need to pull up them socks because you're not just representing yourself, you're representing South Africa as a whole, Africa as a whole as well. So, I mean, wow, it's, it's phenomenal. It's an amazing, amazing milestone, milestone for him. It's absolutely phenomenal. And as you say, when he took over, in 2015 from John Stewart. John Stewart's um, awards were the Outstanding Writing and Outstanding Variety Series in 2015 for the uh, Daily Show. Before that, in 2014, he was just nominated. We're not saying it's nothing, but he was nominated in 2014 <laughs> for, for Outstanding Writing and Variety Series and also, uh, yeah. So, But now with Trevor, this is more nominations from 
the Emmys more than ever before and also more than any other late night show. Right. I mean, it's seven. seven. Because normally, I mean, late night, a lot of people aren't watching TV. Some people are just catching up on sleep. But to bag seven nominations means that, you know what, you are doing a, a great job. You are recognized. I mean, yeah, for me, really, I mean, awards don't really mean much, especially if you do what you love. But this is literally like a cherry on top. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're hoping that, the, as you say, one of the categories the nominated uh, for the Emmys is Outstanding Variety Talk Series. And that category has gone to the tonight, last week tonight show with John Oliver for the past six years in a row. So we're really looking at that one to, for the Daily Show to get it. Mm-hmm. I shall be praying. I shall be they must just give it to someone else. So you can't give it to someone for seven years in a row now. They must give right. it to the Daily Show. Time for change. Time for change. Absolutely. <laughs> well, all the best to him. We are so proud as South Africans, as Africans, as uh, people of this world generally. <clears throat> the Grammy Award winning group, Lady Smith, Black Mambazo, mm-hmm. let's talk about them now. They're going to be performing in honor of uh, former President Nelson Mandela. Tell us more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, uh, as you all know, I mean, this is the biggest, I mean, I would say an iconic Katameo group that was um, founded by Ubab Shabalala, Joseph Shabalala, in 1960. So, I mean, they've been in the music industry for years. And so, um, they'll be um, uh, conducting or having a little show in honor of Utata the late Tata Nelson Mandela for his 104th birthday. And, I mean, the one thing um, this group resonates with Otata is that um, they, 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 they more, their music is, is really based on love and, and, and forgiveness, and those are sort of notions that resonate with Otata as well. So mm. for them, it, it, it's more of, you know, let's celebrate Otata, but also let's celebrate the, 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 our world. You know, I mean, right now, we live in a quite chaotic, it's quite chaotic right now. I mean, we've had COVID, the economy system is it's just up and down, and yeah, it's just a lot. But I think mm. for, 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 the, for this duo, it, it's more of a, let's celebrate it at, uh, let's give thanks, let's just, you know, be grateful for, 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 for life, and let's resonate and remember the notions of Utata as well. But I think the one thing I love about the... Ladies Black, Ladies Smith Black Mambanga is that they, 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 they've never changed. You know, it's not like they, they've been caught up with the times of today. It's like, okay, the music, especially now because I'm a pianist, they, they think, they're sort of like, all right, let's just jump into that. No, they've always remained as, as a humble group. They've always remained in the Satamil, um genre. And I think... The one thing about ladies that ladies black numbers, oh my yeah. gosh, it's been used to say about ladies thing <laughs> is that they, they 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 also want to give back as well because I think they took two groups under their wings in terms of teaching them the the, 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 the music industry as well and opening an academy and teaching them the co foundations of music and you know, being true and staying true to your identity as a mm. musician, essentially. Certainly a legacy there, especially in what you're saying, that they've maintained their sound, they've maintained their authenticity, but also in an era where, you know, groups dissolve. They've maintained their group 
and uh, continued uh, to, to move forward and, and keep this going, you know? That's also quite admirable. Because mm, mm, I think mostly, especially when you look at mu- musical groups, you know, people want to stand out and do their own solo projects and, you know, just stand out on their own. But with Ladysmith, Black Mambaza, it's always been like, you know, we are a group. I think for them, the core foundation of the group is family, you know. Mm. It's, 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 it's about family because even the late Bab Shavalala, the son took over, mm. you know, the running of the group. So clearly, it's sort of like, you know what, let's keep it within the family. It's not just about creating music and being famous, but you know, serving a particular purpose within the space that we are in. So for me, really, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, when I think of Lady Smith, Lady Smith, Black Mambazo, the one song that resonates for me is Knocking on Heaven's Door. Mm. I can't remember who the, who, who's the main artist that they featured with, but for me, it is, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it brings back childhood memories. So it's amazing. And I think one thing about the show is that tickets are going to cost a... Uh, 250 and the show will be hosted or held at the Jobic Theater. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can just buy our tickets now. Um, I can't remember when the show will be. I think it's sometime now in July. I can't remember the exact date. But. 27th. It will be on the 27th at the Jobic Theater. And, and also, uh, over and above, honoring former president. I mean, they're also celebrating 62 years, uh, the legacy of the group. Oh. So they must, go, uh, they must be touching on some classic songs, right? We're not just going to hear new music. Ah, uh, they have to. They have to. I mean, I think for such uh, for such an event, you you need to take us back to you know we need to go through memory lane and take us from where Lady Smith Black Mambaza started to where it is now. So for me, really, I they must do the best. They must do the most and take us back yeah. into time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the five time Grammy winners, uh, and also, I mean, our former president was a big fan of Lady Smith Black Mambazo. I think it's quite fitting. He invited he the group in. Uh, uh, when he was traveling to Oslo to receive his Nobel Peace Prize, he invited the the, the group. Obviously, not this current membership, but the older membership at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they wrote a song about uh, that Nobel Peace Prize win, titled "Long Walk to Freedom." Oh yes, yes, yes. That's where I think um, the song was inspired by. And I mean, this, yo guys, yo. I mean, for me, really, to be in the music business for sixty-two years is Yo, yeah, it's amazing, it you is. know, it's, yo, because a lot of people don't really stay within the music business for very, very, for such a long time. And to still be relevant 62 years later, I mean, my So sister, relevant that, what's his name, this Nigerian artist who released an album? Burner Boy. Burner Boy, he featured they, them in the new album. Like, yeah. It's like... Doesn't get I more mean, relevant than that. If <laughs> 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 you want proof of what we're talking about. <laughs> right? Uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Eh? Okay, let's talk about uh, director Sam Taylor uh, Johnson, a British filmmaker and photographer who's going to be working on a feature film about British singer Amy Winehouse. We know Amy Winehouse died in 2011 from alcohol poisoning. Uh, let's talk more on this one. So with this particular biopic, um, uh, for me, really, I, I think I've seen one of the documentaries that were broadcast about Amy Winehouse and you know with this particular biopic a lot of there's, there's a question I think we're questioning as to how will Amy Winehouse be portrayed in this particular biopic because we've had first encounters from family and friends we've had a documentary that was released as well by a, 
Asif Kapa Dia, if I'm not mistaken, in 2018 as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not getting my dates wrong. Uh, and but the family wasn't really, happy about that documentary. The family essentially weren't happy, especially with Amy Winehouse's dad, you know, because he is the caretaker of um, her estate. And she wasn't really, he wasn't really happy about it. But in this particular instance, because um, Sam is more sort of like a family friend, they have been, he, you know, he has been given... Um, the blessings to sort of like, you know what, do this project and really do the most and tell any story. You know, for me, I remember watching one of the documentaries. I was so surprised and taken aback that, you know, Amy would self-sabotage herself. And I was like, I but this girl, she's like so talented. She has a unique, jazzy voice. You know, I remember the one time when I was watching... um was this the, the documentary mm-hmm. she was called on to participate or collaborate with uh tony bennett if i'm not mistaken if i'm getting the film wrong and i remember watching the videos and the minute she sang i was like oh my word i got goosebumps my it sent shivers down my spine and she apologized and i was like but early no and this is what it was a time where she was really recovering from you know the substance abuse so really, it was it was. It's insane yeah. that somebody can be it's that insane. talented and ahead of their time and not realize what they have oh. to bring to this world. It is crazy. Oh. It's insane, as you say. You know, the self love thing is so important. Um, oh. So Sam Taylor then is more trusted with the family, and I think the search as well that she's embarked on in terms of who is going to play the singer, her, she's involved the parents there. They're involved in the casting process. Pretty much so, because there's even rumors that um, I think an actress by the name of Mimi Rapace, if I'm not mis- if I'm getting the name correct, she was sort of mm-hmm. like rumored to play Amy Winehouse. But there's also uh, news that probably Lady Gaga could also take on the role, and especially because I think Lady Gaga as well does come from as much as yes, Lady Gaga does have a musical background and she is within she is in the music space. Lady Gaga also has sort of like a traumatic um, life experience. So I think for her, mm. and I mean, she's a brilliant actress as well. My oh, goodness. Do you think the British are going to be okay with that? Because she's not so. <laughs> you know how they are. That's, that, that's the one thing I thought of. I was like, actually, because Lady Gaga is American. And this is, you know, we're talking about a British actress. So for me, really, I think, firstly, they should try and search where they live within the English in the England space, if yeah. they can't find an actress, but I think Lady Gaga could also kill it as well. I feel for whoever's going to get this role because they're going to be heavily scrutinized, you know? Oh, we we oh, all no. saw Amy Winehouse. And so we know exactly what she looks like, what she sounded mm-hmm. like, and her mannerisms. So we, we're going to be watching closely. I think it's not just the British who feel ownership over mm-hmm. her and might mm-hmm. uh, criticize, but the whole world will be looking at this. It should be an exciting one. Um, well, yeah, and anyway, Sam Taylor-Johnson, I mean, I think I, I would trust her if I was a family because not just that she's British. I mean, she's done... Quite a lot in terms of the space of film and directing. She's also responsible for the di- directing the first installment of the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise. Um, she she also directed A Million Little Pieces in 2018. And uh, I've read the book A Million Little Pieces. And it's also about uh, somebody struggling with substance and drug abuse. So I think coming from that background, she'll do a great job. Because I know we lost him again. 
Okay, our lines are just not working for us today. Uh, but we'll try and... Uh, for the fourth time, at least we did start the conversation uh, so far. Our poll question today, family, which you can still send your views on, is uh, what do you do for downtime, for self-love? We talk about adulting being so difficult, and sometimes you just need to, I guess, escape it, <laughs> if we can put it that way, or just uh, what you do then, just to, to, to make sure that you, yeah, as police kind of thing, you, you, you just uh, take a, a bit of a break. And uh, some responses have come in terms of WhatsApp. And this is Elfas Nobo in who says, Gazing at the hills and valleys of KwaZulu-Natal is what soothes my body, mind, and soul, says Asanda. We've got the valley of the thousand hills this side, my sister. Thanks so much, Elfas. And that's also one of the things I do, getting in touch with nature. We can't. We are so fortunate also in our country to have these sites, sites that we can visit and see and even just taking a walk in your neighborhood. We, we've got greenery all around us. And Poswa in Cape Town, just saying morning, Sis Asanda. Happy Friday to you. Thank you very much for tuning in there in Cape Town and getting in touch. And uh, morning from Kwatukuza, says Ndondo on Twitter, saying I nearly missed my wake-up show. Well, you caught it. Thank goodness. Because I'm Luli, entertainment and lifestyle commentator, uh, continuing with our chat on what's happened in the world of entertainment this week. 20 minutes past four is our time. We were still talking just finally then on Sam Taylor Johnson there, who's going to be working on a feature <laughs> film for Amy Winehouse and her experience. And I think uh, her working on a million little pieces is going to uh, be one that speaks of her experience because that book, and the movie is about a, a man battling with substance and alcohol abuse and, and drug abuse. Mm, and, I, and I think, I mean, last week we were even talking about um, um, Hayden Panettiere as well, in terms of yes. her coming out with, you know, coming, you know, being vulnerable in terms of her own um, experience and issues with substance abuse. So I think really it's, 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 it's one of those things we... And I think it resonates with even today's poll question, you know, in terms of taking care of yourself and really sort of like taking back and looking after yourself. And uh, when it comes to substance abuse, we shouldn't really be harsh on terms in, 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 in with, with with people because I mean we, we we find different outlets in terms of coping with whatever pain or issues or conflict that <clears throat> we are. Mm-hmm. trying to fight and battle. So for me, really, I think this particular biopic well, is one for, for the books. It's definitely Absolutely. one for the books. One for the books. Because when I was reading this article, the first thing I just thought of was like, oh my gosh, Amy Winehouse, a powerhouse. Her voice. Her, yeah. And, and, she's, <laughs> and she's written about um, legendary musicians who are from the UK, she wrote, she directed, well, she directed, she didn't write a film based on Beatles songwriter and singer John Lennon called Nowhere Boy. It was back in 2009. Yeah, I trust Sam Taylor Johnson for this project. I really do. I also do because, I mean, if uh, any dad is really giving, he's sort of like he gave her the, he gave her the blessing. I think really it's going to be a phenomenon. I don't want to miss this one. I definitely want to watch it. Okay, from uh, world of movies to the world of reality TV, uh, Chloe Kardashian 
and her NBA player, ex-lover, Tristan Thompson, are expecting their second child. This is uh, via a surrogate. She had expressed, I think, in the final season of the Kardashians that there were challenges there and she needed to freeze her eggs and, and all of that and get ahead of time because she wanted a, a sibling for their child. The first child is True, who's now four years old. So they are expecting uh, a baby, a second child. Oh, they are. And, and I think with, even when Chloe was freezing her eggs, she did state that, you know, she would want Tristan to be the father, you know, just to have one baby daddy, because for her, I think it made sense. And also, because the reason why she was going via surrogacy was because with her first pregnancy with True, she had complications, and she was literally close to miscarrying True as well. So really, it's, it's, it's one of those things where... Yes, it's a blessing to, you know, um, be blessed with another child. But I think for me, really, I have to question her. Okay, babe. I mean, yes, I get that you want the same baby daddy. Mara, this baby daddy, uh uh-uh. He already has so many kids already. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. What is the mentality around that? I also don't understand. Is it about the father being the same father or having, you know, the right kind of support in terms of co-parenting from a man who knows how to be, you know, there for you? and treat you as you need to be treated and deserve to be as the mom? Um, I'm trying to understand her mentality or her thinking <laughs> around, I want the same father. Because his father, first of all, so the, the surrogate um, conceived the child in November. Then in December, literally a month later, it's emerging that Tristan has fathered a third child with some other woman, uh, a Mary Lee Nichols, after the surrogacy had, had uh, conceived or surrogate, sorry, had conceived in November. And this is just, you know, another story out of the many stories yeah, of these guys yeah. cheating escapades. Yeah, because for me, really, when he cheated on Chloe the first time, you know, it was just like, I can And then they get to get, they get back together again. And I was just like, I was, but what's going on here? I mean, I understand the heart wants the the heart wants what the heart wants, but for me, really, I, I'm sorry. I will not, I cannot put up with such nonsense. I am sorry. I'm not going to judge Chloe, but for me personally, I could never. I mean, probably maybe because, you know, she wants the same sort of like baby daddy in terms of co-parenting and to make it much more easier because she's familiar with Tristan. But for me, really, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think it was a familiarity thing. You, you're right. It was absolutely yeah. <laughs> a familiarity thing. It was no common sense or anything like that because you, know, you having the same uh, baby daddy and this baby daddy has how many five uh, ma- uh, no, baby mamas that, no. that doesn't balance for me uh, mentally uh, it doesn't because i'm just like but i mean he cheated on you twice and it's so called so for me really i think it is a familiarity you know because i mean yes they've had a relationship they have a daughter together so it does make sense for you know, to have the same baby daddy, but I, I'm sorry, I would never. Well, I, I guess. would never. And, and we are being judgmental, I know we are, but we also we say it today because these things happen when women go back and forth to men who treat them like, uh, you know, they're yeah. not important. And what bothers me the most is that she's had to protect herself from the public's views. For a while she was away from the media due to Tristan's actions. I mean, you, you shouldn't have to have to change your life and have to, you know, put in protective measures. Yeah because of what somebody else's actions are and how they impact on you. That, that bothers me. It, it, it does, because, I mean, now, it's sort of like, now you have to play victim, and now you have to 
apologize to the public when you're not even in the wrong, you know. And I think even on the 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 the, the, the um, TV series, um, the Kardashians, where it was found out that Tristan cheated again, you know, Chloe, you know, she. I think for me, really, she had every right to react to the way that she reacted. Because, I mean, somebody betrayed you, they broke your trust, and trust is a big thing. I mean, yes, they say uh, you can fix a mirror when it's broken, but you can still still see the cracks in the reflection. So, yeah. And how many times is this mirror going to be broken? I mean, come on. You, uh, uh, I never. <laughs> and we know it's a, a baby boy that she's expecting, so maybe let's just focus on that. She just needs to celebrate having a second child, which she's always wanted. She's always wanted a family. She comes from a big mm. family, so... Uh, let's uh, congratulate her on that one. Expecting a baby boy, according to E News, in Entertainment News, not our E News. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, according to page six, this uh, boy was conceived in November. There's rumors that she's also dating, though, a private equity investor. Huh? She did. She did hear that. You know, I, I'm going to go back to dating, but I'm not going to be dating uh, sports stars because I, it's not working. Because I think even with her first <laughs> boyfriend. He was also like a basketball player. He cheated on her. Then there was um, um, Lamar Odom, basketball player. There was cheating rumors as well. They, I mean, you know, I think really it is a sign that if the third time you are within the same dating pool and it's not working out, babe, you need to dip into a different pool. <laughs> and it happens to us, eh? If, if a certain uh, group has hurt you, and traumatized you. You never want to go back to that, whether it was a Tswana <laughs> man or a Kosa man or a Zulu man or, I don't know, a dark-skinned man. Then you got only one yellow bird from Venda. Has that happened to you, though? Where you're like, I'm not touching that group of people ever again. Uh, honestly, I literally... Thing is, I've never been in like a solid relationship, and you know, and it goes. And for me, it's just been talking stages, and I'm just like, mm, I'm bored. Let's move on. <laughs> but one thing I know is that I attract either Suchu or Swana. That's yeah. that's the tribe that I attract, but never my own <laughs> tribe. Okay, so yeah. really, for me, really, I'm not really sort of like close-minded in terms of like one particular tribe. But for me. Nobody has traumatized you then, I guess. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's great for you. All right. Well, all the best to Chloe Kardashian and her new baby, baby boy. So it will be true who's a girl. And I like the four-year gap. That's great because she's four. And then this one will be, uh, if if they were conceived in November, when do they get born? I haven't done the maths, but anyway, this year. In August. August. Ah, that's now now. Okay. Now, now. All right. All the best. Uh, your plans then for the weekend? Yeah, rest and relaxation. I'm going to be doing self-care weekend this weekend. <laughs> That's nice. That's great. Make sure that uh, you do that uh, because we need to do that every now and again. It's actually our poll question. We're asking our family members what they mm. do for downtime and self-care. It's it's very important. Uh, Ngosana, always appreciating you. Togoza. Um. I wanted to say you must light a candle for these telephone lines that keep dropping before you start the chat. I will definitely do so because I'm trying to. Okay, we conquer anyway and we rise. Always, always. We rise like a phoenix from the ashes and a super calafragilistic 
Exhale the doses. Friday and weekend ahead. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Thank you so much. Because I'm truly entertainment and lifestyle commentator discussing what's happened in the world of entertainment just uh, throughout uh, this week. Our time now is half past four. Here's Matlatini and the Mahotela Queens with Melodiala.